Welcome to a world where men face some of the toughest situations imaginable. A world where one wrong choice can mean disaster. A world where dying can be as easy as living. Corrections. Survival of the fittest. Officer Martin, the warden will see you now. Thank you. Have a seat. I've had some good reports on you, not just from Lieutenant McCarthy, but Dr. Hernandez as well. Hernandez? Yes. He tells me that you're the reason behind his request for a prisoner's disease prevention booklet. Well, I'm glad to hear that, but I'm only doing my job, Warden. That's all well and good, but for the last week, I've been getting phone calls from the health department questioning me about our diabetic menu, why there's no treatment being offered to hep C patients, and whether we're taking these TB infections seriously. And to add on to that, inmates' wives and mothers are calling me to talk about their health. Do you happen to know anything about this? This isn't a good time to be smiling. Forgive me, Warden. I may be partly to blame, sir. I've called the health department a few times trying to get information. I wasn't trying to report on any wrongdoing here. I was just trying to educate myself. I did mention where I worked and why it was important to me. Officer Martin, health is not your department. Let me explain one more time. Prisons all over the country are struggling for funding that's not there. This prison is overcrowded and I'm having to cut back on a number of things. The last thing I need is pressure from the health department and family members. Believe me, sir, I understand. But regardless of the cost, these health issues need to be dealt with before things get worse and cost United even more. I don't think you can ignore it. I'm not ignoring anything, Officer Martin. I'm simply trying to explain to you the situation this prison is in. I don't mean any disrespect, sir, but too many men here are sick, spreading diseases, ignorant of what they have, how they got it, and what to do about it. And most of the staff are just as ignorant, or just don't seem to care, because you're responsible for this prison. When this blows up, the blame will fall on you. All I'm hoping is that you can figure out a way to make this place healthier for everyone. Officer Martin, I must say, I like your determination. You're becoming a pain in the rear end for me, but I wish I had more officers like you. Thank you, sir. So I have an assignment for you that just might wipe that smile off your face. A TB screening is scheduled tomorrow, and I'm making you responsible for ensuring that everything runs smoothly. And if it doesn't, you have to answer to me. But sir, I'm only a CO1. Shouldn't someone like a sergeant or Lieutenant McCarthy handle it? Lieutenant McCarthy will be there, but only to make sure that you're handling it well. Be careful what you ask for, officer, because you might get that and more. Yes, sir. Have a nice day. What's up, man? Hey, who got the sheets with the point spread? I need one. See if you can get me one. The time is 9.25 a.m. The cost of this call is 25 cents per minute. Hello. You have a collect call from... Ron an inmate at United Correctional Facility. To refuse this call, hang up. To accept this call, press five or say yes. Yes. Thank you, your call is being connected. Hello, who is this? It's your mama, baby. Mama, is that you? You sound so different. Are you okay? I've been worried sick about you. Well, baby, I guess we both in the same boat. Cause I've been worried myself sick about you too. Mama, what's going on back there? I talked to Nina, she was crying and saying things were getting crazy. And why did you tell her not to tell me what's going on? Baby, 
I don't want you worrying about us. You got to focus on getting out so you can help me. I'm old, son. I can't keep up with all this fuss between me keeping those nasty little boys away from Nina with a slick talk and your fool brother who thinks he's being like you. It's just too much. I'm sorry, mama. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to leave you out there struggling. I was just trying to be the man of the house and pay the bills. I know you didn't raise me to be like this. Mama? Yeah, baby. How are you really doing? I know you don't want me stressing, but you my mama. I ain't got but one. What's really going on, mama? I had a small stroke, baby. The doctor said I'm putting a lot of stress on my heart from worrying about not getting enough exercise. And so she gave me a little diet to follow and put me on some mess. So is it helping? Too soon to say. She gave me a paper about some health group working out here. It's called Heart Matters. It's run by some student named Alicia uh, or something like that and her professor. I don't know much about Nina, what Nina's got. It all worked out and she's all worked up and trying to get involved. She should. And so should you. Because you should respect your heart, mama. Because heart does matter and yours matters a lot to me. Mm -hmm. I love you, son. And I miss you so much. No, you too, old lady. Now stop crying before you make me cry. I got a reputation to hold up in here. <laughs> yeah. Where's Nina and David? I want to talk to them. Nina's gone over your Aunt Linda's house. And what about David? Mama, where David at? Baby, you don't need to worry. I told you. Mama, tell me where David is. He's in the hospital. What? I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you stressing about us. What happened, Mama? He got shot by those guys you was into it with around the corner. But, baby. Baby. Officer Brandon, requesting assistance. We have inmate collapse in D block. I repeat, we have inmate collapse in D block. 972 Medic 7 Medic 11 information. Look at that. Look at the tattoos on that guy, hardcore. All up his neck and onto his face. You seen that before? All the time. But I've seen that guy, and if I remember correctly, he didn't have those tattoos before, and he's supposed to get out soon. I wonder if he's giving any thought to getting a job. See what I mean? Yeah, not many people gonna wanna hire him now. That was a very poor decision he made there. I guess so. Makes me think about Jimmy H and his infected tattoo. Another poor decision. I tried to tell him. Tried to warn him about what was gonna happen, but he gets that skillet clown to tat him up, gets infected, and when he goes after skillet with a shank, he ends up hurting my man Charles instead. One bad decision after another one. I feel blessed to be getting out of here tomorrow. It's not hard to make a mistake around here. I feel you. And of course, my lawyers are the best. The country could use more lawyers who care about fairness and other programs to help incarcerated men and women. And you fixing to start one of those programs yourself? Yeah. Another thing I wouldn't be doing without the help of my lawyers. The good old Center for Justice and Fairness. They helped me with all the paperwork for setting up my nonprofit organization, and they helped me apply for money to run. I sure do wish you the best of luck, Sean P. Well, thanks. I mean it. You've been a great salesman, and I've learned a lot of good stuff from you. I learned a lot from you, Hardcore. Like how to survive these past years. That was the most important thing I could learn. I remember how scared I was of you the first time I met you. <laughs> yeah, I had your skinny little ass in a sling until I was sure I could trust you. 
Well, from the sound of it, you might still be helping me. With my health? That's your plan when you hit the free world, right? You got it. I want to set up a re-entry health system, but also advocate for better health care for people still incarcerated. Well, you can count me in that group. I'm going to be here till I die. That's what they calling it these days. A life without sentence being called a death in prison sentence. And guys like you and like Charles, guys who are getting older are going to give the prison system a lot of challenges. Challenges they can't handle. I hear you. Get some more word about Charles and about me. Seem like he gonna have to stay in seg just to keep him out of trouble. It ain't right. Guys our age get to be pretty harmless, you know. If Charles had got out before his Alzheimer's got bad, he might have had a chance at some decent health care. I'm going to do my best to help somehow, but it's going to be a real learning experience. No promises my first year out. Well, that seems just and fair. I don't even know what they call me up here for, man. I want to be up here. I'm telling you, man, how many times we got to keep coming up here? Every time we turn around, we got to lock down for another TB test, it's man. the fifth time we done took this TB test, man. So far, things are going okay. Only half prison enough to be tested. And only a few prisoners foolish enough to try and refuse. From what I've read, these TB skin tests these guys are taking might not be enough. Why would you say that? These types of skin tests can only detect latent TB, not active. And this form of testing is not recommended in prisons with high incidence. A chest x-ray should be done on these guys. Why isn't that done? It is done, but only if the skin test shows you're infected with latent TB. I read about some studies that show chest x-rays would find the disease in prisoners that would have been missed. But this is better than nothing. Hey, you keep the line moving. we took this TB test, man. Oh, that's what we for. That warden. I don't know if he's trying to punish me or reward me. Now, why would you say that? I have this strange feeling that he's hoping I can't handle this, that I'll fall on my face. Now, he has me giving a lecture at some organization in a couple of weeks, and I'm getting that same feeling. Why did you agree to do it? I didn't have a choice. If I'd refused, he'd have said that I'm not as dedicated to making change as I claim. You know more than anyone how serious this is to me. I've got to follow this through. To be honest, you can take it as far than I thought you would or could. I'm really impressed. Thanks, but I couldn't have done any of it without you. You should do the lecture with me. <laughs> you're on your own there. Whenever I have to talk to more than two people at a time, I sweat like a person caught with lipstick on this. Well, you know, you'll do just fine. I hope so. I'm working Tower 4 today. That'll give me some time to figure out what I'm going to say. So what do you know about a prisoner named Sean Patterson? Why do you ask? Dr. Hernandez mentioned him, said that he'd given him some ideas for more health screening. That sounds like something Sean P. would do. I often see him making sure all the guys make it a pill call, pushing guys in wheelchairs to child medical appointments. He's a good guy. I've talked to him a few times. In fact, you two have the same kind of ideas when it comes to the changes in this place it needs to be made. I'll try to get around to talking to him. Sounds like someone I need to meet. That best be soon. He's being released tomorrow. So, Mr. Carter, we meet again. Hmm. Yeah, what happened? Well, Mr. Carter, apparently you passed out again. Would you mind telling me what you can remember? I'm gonna tell you a damn thing. Mr. Carter, I'm just trying to help you. I was talking to my mom and she was telling me about all the problems and she's sick and my brother and he's in the hospital and he got shot. I'm sorry to hear that, Mr. Carter. 
Well, I started shaking and my heart went to beating fast and I got a funny headache. And that's all I remember. Next thing I know, I woke up in here looking at some funky mustache. Mr. Carter, stress is something, though dangerous, is not taken very seriously. It kills a huge number of Americans. It's a quiet killer, though, and stress disorders open so many doors dealing with health. So what are you telling me? I'm going to die? Well, that depends on you, Mr. Carter. However, it does seem to me that you are suffering some sort of stress disorder, and we need to know what it is, and yes, it can kill you. I'm putting you on the list to see Dr. Moore. She's the prison psychology therapist, and she can talk to you and let me know if she thinks any medication is needed. Medication? Hold on, Doc. I ain't trying to become no mad baby. Well, the choice is yours, Mr. Carter, and there are only two that you have. Either get some help, or you won't need to worry about being a mad baby, because you will be your mother's dead baby. Hey, don't even think about missing the next episode of Corrections. You might regret it if you do. Find out more on our website at www.correctionssurvival.com.